strategize together. Let's hear it from an expert. Join the conversation, it's informative and free. You and me, let's talk some strategy. Here's your host, Doreen Morin Van Dam. Hello, everybody. I am your host, Doreen Morin Van Dam. We're going to be talking about paid social today. And you know, I'm the organic person. So I'm very excited to talk to somebody who's an expert in paid social. But before we do, I want to welcome everybody who is here live or those who are watching this on the replay with a special shout out to our podcast listeners who listen to Strategy Talks every week um, on their favorite platform. I also want to do a quick shout out to our sponsor, as always, Social Insider. They are the intuitive dashboard for social media analytics reporting and competitors analysis for brands and agencies. If you need data, you need Social Insider. So without much further ado, I'm going to introduce you to Christian Downer. Christian is joining us from the UK. He and I met this year um, in real life at Social Media Marketing World. He is a strategic marketer with a decade of experience integrating social media into the marketing strategy of businesses large and small. He's passionate about the value of paid social to give businesses large and small the ability to influence the right people and drive profitability. And that's a great word to start with, right? Profitability. Paid social. What's happening in paid social? Is it still profitable, Christian? I'm just going to dive right in. Uh, Yeah, uh, absolutely. I believe uh, paid social media is profitable. But what we're seeing is we are seeing changes in where it fits within the sales funnel, the way it interacts, and obviously the the changes across the entire industry around the way privacy is working and kind of the the different platforms kind of competing for your attention. It's it's rapidly changing, but we are definitely seeing our clients using it profitably, but we're seeing shift changes in how they're doing it and and that constant battle like with the organic side to to keep up with the the latest trend and make sure that you're reaching the right people at the right time with the right message. Absolutely. So let's talk about that. What are you seeing in pay social, right? We're in quarter two of 2023. What is happening? What are some shifts that you're seeing? We were in the green room. You were talking about meta. What is happening? Let's, let's talk about it. Let's dive in. So, uh, we've been using meta for a long time. I'm a meta certified lead trainer and you know it's something that we've been using with businesses for a long long time the the problem that the smaller businesses are having with meta at the moment is in my opinion they've made it very clear they don't care about small businesses they're interested in large the large corporate companies they're going to spend lots you know the 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 brands that are going to spend lots of money on the platform Uh, we're seeing their tools in my opinion get harder for the lay person to use to to kind of get the best out of the platform and also just in the way they've been structuring the support they provide for small businesses Uh, i'm not sure about in the us but in the uk they're really pulling back from that they're providing less of that um i know obviously some of that can be explained by the fact there's less people um within the organization at the the moment but we're seeing that retreat into a much more um impersonal um, position for 
the, the small businesses, which means that we are starting to put budgets elsewhere. And one of the, the real examples that we're seeing is we have clients that are ready to advertise on Meta, but there are, because like most platforms, they're using uh, AI or, or different things to kind of vet and protect their platform, given the issues that they've had with advertisers. Once you get flagged or dinged by that, it's happened to me, it's happened to many of my colleagues, you just get caught in the automatic net. It's very hard to get someone to speak to to actually resolve that that problem. And, and if you're relying on, and this is always advice, never rely on one platform or particularly social or one advertising platform for sure. your for your clicks or for your for your traffic is you know that that can really hurt and limit your ability to to advertise in fact we're going through this with one or two clients just just this week um and it's it's like banging your head against uh yeah yeah so let's so let's dive in that a little bit so if you're a small business and you have a couple hundred dollars a month to spend because that's sometimes what all we want we want to boost a couple of posts we have an event coming up we want to put some advertising dollars behind it and then we get flagged so if you're a small business, is it even worth it? Is that where we're heading? Is that what you're seeing? Is it even worth it to try to spend money on it and get an ad account suspended or get you know caught in that net, as you called it? Or is it worth it to look, is it better to go look somewhere else? And where should we look? Uh, the, the challenge with this is, and the reason we've still got clients on the platform is pound for pound or dollar for dollar, it's still the most effective place for small businesses. As you said, if you've got a couple of hundred bucks, you can you can spend that slowly with Facebook for as little as a, a dollar a day, you know, to, to reach that. So particularly for very small businesses where they might have that limited budget or they're geographically focused, still an amazing way to reach your customer base. Now for clients that may be a little bit bigger and have more room to experiment, we're, we're using TikTok more and more um, to, to see how that plays out. But of course, there's a whole different type of uncertainty and challenge that comes with, with that platform. And for our more professional services, more uh, business to business clients, we are using LinkedIn more and more as, as that platform starts to look to monetize and, and we're seeing some real opportunity um, there. So unfortunately, Facebook, Instagram, it's an incredible platform. It's more of just my frustration at the the kind of, I feel, there could be so much more uh, that that to help the small business, but as I said, dollar for dollar, it's it's where I would start uh, because you can you can literally put a pin on the map and say I want to reach people that live in that location, and for most small businesses, that's incredibly powerful. Yeah, absolutely. And I want to I want to ask you something, and that's you know it's going to be your opinion, and I know that you, this is what you do for a business, but um there's it used to be a fairly simple thing to put an ad out on facebook or instagram and i heard you say this it's increasingly difficult for somebody to do that the tools are harder to use the structure of meta and the business suite there's a lot more to it now you're a meta certified uh facebook advertiser if somebody is new and starting their business and they want to advertise, do you recommend that this is going to be on that outsource thing right away? Or do you think somebody should go ahead and dive in and dabble a little bit? Or is this really, you know, we sometimes make those lists, right? I'm starting my business. I'm doing this. I'm outsourcing my marketing. I'm outsourcing my copywriting. I'm outsourcing my web design. Is social, is paid social advertising something that somebody who might be brilliant at coaching or brilliant at product selling 
should even bother doing on their own or should they hire somebody? Oh, that's a great question, though. And that's an absolutely brilliant question because I'm so split on that as as for an answer. Um, so that the first thing I'd say is that Facebook in theory or Meta does make it really easy to advertise in theory because you have that blue boost button at the side of the posts um, that makes it really easy for you to give Meta your money. Unfortunately, it doesn't deliver the best experience and have access to all the, the tools that make Meta advertising, Facebook, Instagram really, really powerful. So the audiences, the retargeting, the objectives, it's, it's just a very lightweight tool that's designed to make it easy for you to 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 give give meta money basically um and when it comes to you know should should you do it yourself or someone else what the approach we've been taking recently is let someone professional set it up for you so you get that foundation give you maybe that drive through of understanding well i need to get here i need to do this and to do this to set up things like the uh, the domain um and the, uh, you know the, uh, the events for custom audiences and 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 all that things they've been doing to kind of counter that update of iOS 14.5 and make it easier for you to track uh, your results or and, and get some of that back. I think having a professional come in and set that up and maybe drive that through, maybe do a screen record and, and help you kind of understand where you're going gives you a good start. And then that way you can get some campaigns running and you can start experimenting and, and, and do some of the, the basics yourself. So we kind of have a, couple of options we offer now one of which is that kind of setup and then hybrid where some clients just pay us for an hour a month to just come in and they do the, the heavy lifting and we almost look we we almost do like a sense check and a what well, did you think about this or did you think about that and, and provide that creativity and that that expert view um, that that makes that makes a lot of sense, Christian. And I think that a lot of people struggle with this, right? I mean, you're only an expert at a couple of different things. Not everybody is an expert at everything. You're that jack of all trades. And and you know, to start a business, you need to definitely dive deep into certain things. You need to really have that, you know, love and passion for your product or services. And if paid social is on the side, if that's not your passion then you should consider outsourcing that for sure. I agree with you. So where can somebody start seeing and where should they look for ROI on paid social advertising? You know, this is a, actually a, a, probably a harder question. I get asked all the time about, you know, organic social. Where is the ROI, right? So for you, when you work with a client or when you consult to somebody about paid social advertising, what are some of the metrics they look for and what, what would you when would you call a campaign a success again you're right that's an absolutely great question and, and some of those trends i mentioned at the beginning there are, are driving the 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 challenge that you might have with that so one of the big trends or challenges is that marketing is multi-touch point and it may be that your ads or your organic are being seen and then it's also your google or your you know, your, even your networking or your what all the other advertising that you're doing is all pulling together to to convert that sale. But only one place might get that kind of attribution when actually it's a number of different things. You look at the big brands, you know, you look at I know, let's take you know a really huge example. Coca-Cola, they might have a billboard on a bus. They'll have a TV advert. They'll have, you know, some digital campaigns. They have a number of different things. And when you buy your next can of Coke, you wouldn't be able to say, Oh, well, I bought it because I saw that billboard on the bus or, sure. or that kind of thing. So 
the the challenge there is is very much that's it so we look at objective very much of the view i i think when we've spoken about organic you you agree with me on this that um you know it's about building assets you control ultimately and getting people into something that will allow you to convert them into a, a sale down the line so we very much see it at that top of top of funnel piece for the clients we're working with and working out what that journey looks like of how we go from them filling out that form or you know taking part in that uh watching that video and how or whatever it is and turning that into sales i know that doesn't give a very definitive um answer to the question but it is very much a kind of company by company basis um so for example obviously in the uk it's spring um we were able to still get kind of a little bit more down and dirty and straight to the point with some of the ads we're running where literally we have a landscape gardening company with you know they're, sure. they're doing gardens and we can literally go if you need a new garden fill out this form awesome and it's great because i could they can go well here's all the people that filled out the form here's all the people we called this is how much money comes out at the you know here's how many contracts right. got so much money and that's unfortunately for ver for most businesses we're dealing with now that's it's not quite as as simple no. as that yeah. no unless you have a super <laughs> unless you have a super good offer but even with a service right so brand awareness like campaigns on facebook you know there's different objectives to why you're advertising so let's shift gears a little bit let's talk about some of the other platforms do you uh does your company um do google ads uh so my my company doesn't but i actually the office i'm in is um I rent an office from a web design company who just happened. They're about 10, 10 feet away. So um, yeah. they, they, they provide Google um, uh, web design, SEO um, and uh, PPC. So they, they kind of sits really nicely because very, again, I mentioned multiple touch points. Now it's very rare that we would just do social or we would just do PPC or just do right. search it kind of all feeding in, in together. And, and the challenges are the same, you know, a, a lot of the time when we, we work with smaller businesses and they're talking about, you know, using social, it's probably not the place they want to start. It's you, you mentioned, you know, product and offer there. That's normally the first place we have to look. And, you know, is this something that we can understand and people can can get from a, you know, a flicking through social media? You know, are the, is the website look reputable? Do the landing pages look good? Does, you know, is, does it all come together? And And that's for me, the essence and the challenge that small business owners have is they're being expected to be experts in things they're not passionate about. Right. And, yeah. Yeah, no, for sure. So that one of the ways I start with my clients, and if you're watching, you've heard me reference this, we start with a strategic plan, right? So from that plan, when I do a social media audit, a competitor's analysis, and you look at, I look at everything that you have and everything you want to do with your goals, I might say hire somebody like, Christian Downer, who does, you know, Facebook ads or hire somebody who does SEO because your website needs an update. Or I might outsource to a web designer and say, look, we could start it with brand awareness on social media, but you really need to update your website first. So I love that you say that, that you're really focused on social advertising and Google is not part of that. So social advertising, I heard you mention TikTok. Um, yeah. I heard you mentioned Facebook. Uh, LinkedIn. How about Instagram? And then also Pinterest. I wanted to see what your thoughts are on those. We don't mention those very much when we talk about social advertising. Um, but let's let's dive into those two right now. Instagram. What's working on Instagram right now? If you have to talk about, 
you know, what kind of ad campaigns or, or maybe what kind of industries are, are doing well on Instagram? Uh, so obviously the two, the two platforms you mentioned there, Instagram, Pinterest, incredibly visual platforms. And, and that's really what we're seeing working on, on those simple creatives, but very standout. Uh, we, we, when we run these, um, we, we tend to run them from uh, Facebook using, because the platforms obviously are, are owned by Meta, we, we run them through, through the Facebook page onto, you know, connected to the Instagram and yeah, what we're seeing is the the simplistic messaging um, with very striking images. Um, you know, capturing that attention, those those snappy real, you know, that snappy video content or that really standout visual that just just captures attention as it is. You know, it's a visual platform, and and that is what what really we see working. And the great thing, uh, again, I know we spoke about this third when we, we, we met in, in San Diego, but is using your organic to kind of um, inform you what, what's going to work on your page. If people are responding to things on your organic, it's a fairly good bet that that's going to be something they're going to respond to when it's paid because it's, you know, organic is it's almost democratic in the sense of if they don't like it, they're not going to engage with it. It's not going to be delivered to more more people and, and although meta will deliver your ad uh if you pay them <laughs> of course they, they yeah, will <laughs> it's it's not um you know you, you you're gonna the better quality um and the more your ad resonates with your audience and people can say that's me the more likely it is they're going to they're going to to buy something so again we, i mentioned the landscape gardening client we've been we've been working with you know, it's the visuals that that sell it. You know, those beautiful looking gardens with the, you know, with a very low touch point uh, call to action. People don't want to read a ton of text on Instagram. So just the that call to action of you know, get your quote, make your garden look like this. You know, people are clicking on that and it, yeah, it, it's it's working. Um, that ma that makes a lot of sense, and I love that you brought organic social into that because if you're thinking about doing social and you are going to do this by yourself and you are brave enough to go into your you know facebook ad account and thinking about putting some ads together christian made an excellent point start with your best organic content and start that as ads because if you have people engaging with a video with a reel with uh and and a beautiful image and people are asking questions or they're they're commenting that most likely is going to do really well on paid. So that's why, you know, doing both organic and social together is so powerful because or social lets you test a lot of things quickly. Right. And then Facebook um, and then the paid lets you boost or add, you know, advertise those things that do well, but it also works the other way. Sometimes you've got a social, you know, paid ad, that does incredibly well. It's like the gift that gives on, gives on, keeps on giving, right, Christian? That yeah. just, you know, you can run it. I have seen several ad campaigns by major companies, and I can't think of one right now, but they've been running the ad for like two years. And then people go, well, I've been seeing this for two years. They're like, guess what? It works. You're commenting. It's been running for two years, right? So why fix something that's working? So um, I love that that you that you brought that up. And so if you're, if you're thinking about doing paid, make sure that you have an organic strategy and the other way around, right? If you're already 
um, doing paid, but you really don't have the, so, the organic, make sure you go do that. And, and if you're wanting to do paid, um, make sure that you, you have a plan. So we didn't really talk about Pinterest. Um, is that something that you see a lot in the UK? I know that I know most of Europe was a little bit later with Pinterest ads. Um, I have some friends in the Netherlands who were, you know, chomping the bit, trying to get access to um, Pinterest paid. Is that something that you get a lot of requests for? Have you dipped your toe in the water there? Are you seeing anything there that we need to pay attention to? It's not something that uh, we've done a ton of, but it is something that we are. I mentioned, you know, we're looking for alternatives to Meta at the moment. It is definitely on our list. And with the right brands, with those very visual companies, we're definitely starting to see some interest. Uh, we actually partner with a, a UK uh, company that provides uh, the Pinterest um, side of what we deliver simply because I mentioned about specialism. They, they deal with these every single every single day. And so for our Pinterest and our TikTok, we use um, uh, Catherine at um, Oso Social. She helps us out and basically we partner with with them. Again, like when we were out there, you know, um, and just meeting other people that are, you know, doing different different things. It's, it's I think it's great to not stay in your lane because I think that's a bit too negative, but to really own your space and know exactly where your your knowledge base is. And for me, it's definitely something we're looking at on a strategic level because we're looking for places where the attention is and for the right products. It's definitely Pinterest has, has always had a strong organic um, presence Absolutely. in the UK. Um, and I think brands are, are now starting to think, well, we need we need a more diverse set of advertising options and, and looking to, to expand. Yeah. And I just read an article and I didn't bookmark it and I'm kicking myself, but something about Pinterest and Google are going to start working together on some sort of product. You know, already Pinterest pins, if you're not aware, rank organically really, really well. Incredibly well. Yeah. yeah. So if they start working together and you have a blog, you have a YouTube channel, if you create original content, even a podcast, start pinning it. Uh, I'm seeing real results organically. So if they if they start working together, and I forget what it was, what product they're working on, but it just came out this week. Um, and so keep an eye on that, right? That's a new trend. If they are actually going to work together on something, um, you definitely need to um, check that out. Christian, I have another question for you. Um, how can somebody ensure, say they outsource their paid social advertising to an expert like yourself, maybe not yourself, but to somebody, um, what, how can they make sure that their ads are not perceived as intrusive or spammy? You know, I, I've, I've seen those comments on ads that come in my feed and people say, oh, you know, I don't want to see this or take it out of my feed or why, you know, there are definitely users out on especially Facebook, but on Instagram too, who don't understand that that feed's just there and they're targeted. And, and so how, how can you make sure that that's not you, that doesn't happen on your ad? So those people, and you're right, they are, um, you know, they're having a bad day and they see your, see your advert and they get, and then, and then they're often not very terribly nice when they, they do it. But I think you've got to remember that there's no such thing as, uh, let me rephrase that. Um, people don't hate advertising. They hate advertising that doesn't speak to them. Ah. So if you're getting those kind of comments, 
it's because they're not interested. But if it's something they are interested in, then they will engage and, and comment and get involved. So it then would, if you're getting those comments, my first thing is, is kind of looking at it and analyzing is, what have we done wrong? I.e., is the targeting wrong? Is the creative? We're obviously not calling out our audience well enough for making sure they go, that's me. If good advert for me, people see and go, I want that, or that's me. You know, that's 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 the thing. The best advertisements, you know, the ones that get tons of engagement are people tagging their friend going, oh, this is totally you. This is, you're saying with organic, right? It's, this yeah. is totally you. This is, yeah. you know, you need this. You know, good adverts, they're tagging their friend going, oh, I really want this, or you really need this, you know, or, and that's it because it speaks to those, those people. So when we've, you know, and we all make mistakes, when we've made those mistakes, we get those comments, it's normally that we've not made it clear enough who we're speaking to. So we've not given enough data to um, the advertising um, machine learning and artificial intelligence to go, these are who we're looking for, go find them. So it gets confused and it shows it to, to a random group of people uh, to try and learn. And then it it kind of goes a bit haywire and get that comment. <laughs> and it's, yeah. So so always same. you know, this is where what we do aligns so well. And Doreen is like, if you've, you've got that target audience nailed down you understand them you know what they like if you focus solely on them then you're gonna you're gonna be absolutely fine um although whilst we've been speaking something's just popped in my head of one of the talks we went to um that we we both went to which was about the value of putting deliberate mistakes or inside jokes into your content so that people comment you know so a deliberate mistake in the background or in in something and i i think there's even in paid advertising for the right brand there's something in that of as long as the engagement's from the right people then it's not bad engagement right <laughs> yeah and while we're on the subject my last question to you is going to be about the social media algorithm right they change constantly how do those social media algorithms and social media policies impact paid social advertising and how do we adapt to that i mean is it just because somebody like you, the expert, is on top of that and knows, or is there something that um, you know we need to do? Is it monitoring? Is it you know learning? Is it keep you know updating our um, site? What what do? How can we, I guess, perform our or how can our ads perform to the best of their ability, even with all those changes? Where do we go? How do we fix that? How do we? How do we? you know, make sure that our ads run the way we intended them to run, even when things change? No, it's a, a great question. And, and I guess I would kind of flip that a little bit and just think about, you know, what's the intention of the algorithm? The intention of an algorithm, whether it be organic or paid, is to serve the most interesting, relatable content to the right person at the right time. So as long as we create content, that is for the right person. The algorithm will do the rest. That's that's kind of the piece. I think we can spend a lot of time overthinking mm. algorithms and, and the changes because you're never going to be able to keep on top of them. They, they don't publish them. We're all working from guesses. So again, that would be it would be We're try assuming. something. Yeah, it's, it's just treat, treat your marketing like a science experiment. Put up an advert with a set of targeting, put up maybe three or four different versions of that with different targeting see which one works and then 
try more of what works and less of what doesn't. So it's always- I love that. I say that all the time with organic. <laughs> Do more of what works, right? Go check, you know, post four or five times this week at the end of the week or a Monday morning, go check what worked last week. Do another one of what worked the best. And then at the end of the month, do five of the five of your best posts from last month. Do more of those kind of posts, right? You always need to be adapting. So I love that, that you said that about paid social. So we're at the end, Christian. I know we can talk hours, you and I, um, about this. But where can people connect with you if they're thinking about um, learning more, if they want to maybe connect with you on LinkedIn? Where's your website? Like, how can they learn more from you? Yes, yeah, so the, the best place to find me is on LinkedIn. It's my favorite social media channel by by far. And, and that's uh, just Christian Downer. It's a reasonably unique name. So that helps with LinkedIn, you know, to, to be found. Uh, Christian with a okay. I also am on Instagram and that's uh, Christian Means Business. <laughs> um, and that's the same on same on TikTok as as well. And and just as one final thought as we were on that last question, I'd just say that, you know. People that call themselves expert in paid advertising, that just means they failed enough to get good. Oh, that's a wonderful quote to end with. Christian, thank you. I appreciate you so much. I will be back next week with another episode of Strategy Talks. Thank you so much for watching, being here live, watching the replay or listening to us. Um, I thank you and have a great rest of your day. Bye, everybody. Cheers.